Welcome to Tell Me What to Google. I'm Michael Kent, and this is a podcast where listeners tell me something they recently learned from the internet that they think I should learn about. It's a podcast without a category, because you tell me what we're going to talk about. Last week's episode on dung beetles was a lot of fun. If you enjoyed last week, I did put up the full unedited video of the conversation I had with biologist Eric Warrant up on my Patreon. If you like lots of bonus content like that, you can join at patreon.com slash Michael Kent. Now, on to the show. This topic comes from Allison Landis. Hi, Michael. This is Allison Landis from Cranston, Rhode Island. And I recently learned that there are actually two ways a human can turn blue and three if you count not breathing. I thought you'd be interested in learning more. Blue people, people who are blue. So as Allison just stated, not breathing is one way, but she's saying there are two others, so let's learn about that. So the first one of these is something I have heard about before, so let's start with that one. The medical term for this condition is argyria or argyriosis, and it's not naturally occurring. There have been a few very prominent people with Argyria, and if you Google the term, you'll see why. These people look like straight-up smurfs, like Tobias and Arrested Development. I'm afraid I just blew myself. And they did it to themselves. To talk about Argyria, we have to talk about colloidal silver. Its history is in alternative medicine. It's just silver suspended in liquid or cream, and the idea of using silver in medicine dates all the way back to Hippocrates, but in the early 20th century, doctors started using eye drops with silver to treat various eye infections. They also started using silver treatments in patients with epilepsy, gonorrhea, even the common cold. The problem, for the most part, none of this works. It's snake oil. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, farm animals and domesticated beings, what I present to you today is a miracle you may never come by again. An ancient cure passed down from Hippocrates himself and whispered throughout the secret alleyways of England and opium dens of Asia. A miracle in a bottle that contains a secret formula of silver extracted from mines deep down below the ancient earth. You, sir! Are you hailed by epilepsy, apoplexy, consumption, dropsy, melancholia, scrum pox, bat soup, flu, or hot dog fingers? Well, step right up and have a sip of this miracle cure in a bottle. A slight metallic taste on the tongue, but a lifetime of relief and happiness in your heart. Stop your snoring, heal your wounds, love your parents. This one bottle does it all, and all for the low, low price of $14.99 a month. And you, too, can cure what ails you. I call it a silver lining to your life, but the scientists call it colloidal silver. Step right up. That was dramatic. Uh, we now know that colloidal silver can act as a mild germicide and disinfectant. Think of it like a really crappy version of Neosporin or Bactine or something. But in the 1940s, medicine was improving. Modern antibiotics were being developed. We ended up having topical antiseptics. And with this, the efficacy of colloidal silver really paled by comparison. Furthermore, there's really not any proof that it's effective for anything when ingested. The only actual effects, mild as they may be, are when it's applied topically. There's some evidence that silver coatings on endotracheal breathing tubes, like for people who have had trachs, may reduce the chance of pneumonia. Also, there's some evidence that it may help reduce infections from catheters. Gross. That'll be the only time I mention catheters on this podcast forever, until someone writes in with some weird fact about catheters. So in this case of colloidal silver, here's the thing. The body doesn't have any use for silver. So if you ingest it, inject it, even if you apply it topically in large amounts, 
it just accumulates in your body and it's irreversible. It just stays there in your skin. And if you do that enough and you expose yourself to the sun, you can develop argyria. And that's this condition where your skin will actually turn blue. In 1999, the FDA banned people from being able to claim that colloidal silver has any sort of therapeutic or preventative value. But because this is the same world that many people inexplicably believe is flat, there are still many snake oil salesmen out there trying to sell colloidal silver as medicine. And we're talking recently, too. Even this year, in 2020, the FDA had to issue statements to sellers of colloidal silver to tell them they had to stop claiming it could cure COVID-19. It's nothing new. Makers have claimed that it cures cancer, diabetes, HIV, AIDS, and tuberculosis. As I've stated here, there's no evidence that it cures any of those. With that said, I think it's important that I do add this disclaimer, and I hate that I have to do this. I'm sure there are people out there who have taken or are currently taking colloidal silver and have the feeling like it helps them. I'm not here to tell them to stop. I don't give medical advice because I'm not a medical professional. Even if the effects are psychosomatic, I think there's a lot of benefit to that alone, as long as it's not hurting your body. I personally take CBD every day. I'm not convinced that there's any sound science behind it, but somehow my brain knows I've taken it and it makes me feel better. So don't send me angry letters. Unless your skin is blue, in which case please send me angry letters and include a picture. If you want to know what this looks like, Google Paul Karrison or Karrison. That's it's K-A-R-A-S-O-N. Google that. It's probably one of the most famous examples we have of Argyria from colloidal silver. He drank 10 ounces a day for more than 10 years after reading about it in this New Age magazine. He claimed that it cured his arthritis and acid reflux. He died in 2013 of a heart attack. But in 2008, he appeared all over television talking about how his skin had turned blue from colloidal silver. In his case, it's a crazy image because he also had white hair and a white beard that made the blue even more vivid. People called him Papa Smurf. The first time I ever heard about colloidal silver was because of a man named Stan Jones. Stan Jones was in the news because he was a libertarian candidate running for United States Senate in Montana. He's run unsuccessfully twice, and he's blue. I'm afraid I just blew myself. That will never stop being funny to me. This guy was appearing in the news, in debates, on television, and he had turned himself blue from colloidal silver. In his case, he started taking colloidal silver because he was convinced, this is true, that Y2K was going to make regular antibiotics unavailable. This may be the only real result of the Y2K panic, was turning this dude blue. Uh, in the UK, Rosemary Jacobs turned blue from colloidal silver at the age of 11. She had been given nose drops. She has since lived with blue skin for over 60 years. She runs a website, rosemaryjacobs.com, where she warns people about silver fraud and says, quote, If my doctor had read the medical literature instead of the ads, I wouldn't look like this today. So there you have it. A strange way a human can turn blue. But apparently, there's another way. This one is genetic and apparently very rare. If you have an elevated amount of, I'm going to try to say this right, methemoglobin, meth, methemoglobin, methemoglobin in your blood, you suffer from the gene that carries methemoglobinemia, or MET-H for short. Having the MET-H gene turns the skin a hue of silvery blue because it limits the amount of oxygen delivered to the cells. As a result, the skin turns blue. The lips turn purple. The blood turns sort of a chocolate brown. 
and this is prominent in one family in Kentucky. In 1800, a couple, Martin Fugit and Elizabeth Smith, settled in Hazard, Kentucky. Both of them were carriers of the Met H gene. 200 years later, people in Kentucky would still be telling stories about the Blue Fugits. This genetic oddity persisted in the Fugit family of Troublesome Creek, Kentucky for 200 years because of what has been politely put as an insular existence. Not so politely put, that would be inbreeding. This family, because of inbreeding, kept passing this Met-H gene, not to be confused with meth gene, and were producing blue offspring until around 1975. At a certain point in the 1960s, they figured out that if they got a methylene blue tablet from the doctor, it would slightly lighten their blue color, and so they did that to help avoid ridicule. A decade after that was discovered, they thought they had completely stopped passing on this gene until a baby boy was born in Kentucky and he was blue. At first, they thought the baby wasn't getting enough oxygen, but after a few days of testing, they figured out this baby was the fourth great-grandson of Martin and Elizabeth Fugit. And so today, this man, who is now 56 years old, is a descendant of the original Kentucky Blue Fugits. Ironically, his name is Cary Green. So apparently somewhere in the family tree, they married into a yellow family with jaundice or something. The last known direct descendant of the Blue people from Troublesome Creek is Benji Stacy, who was born with very blue skin and is currently living in Alaska. So both of these types of turning blue, both Argyria and Met-H, are due to lack of oxygen in the blood. So it would make sense now that we turn blue from not breathing. Even in the case of fingers and toes turning blue, it's called peripheral cyanosis, it's caused from not getting enough good oxygen-rich blood in your extremities. So the moral of the story? I guess if there is one, well, maybe there are several. Don't inbreed and research any sort of holistic cures to see if they cause you to turn blue. I've now talked about this until I'm blue in the face. So it's time for the part of the podcast where I call a friend and see if they already know what we just learned. Today, we're going to call my buddy Marcus Monroe. Marcus is a hilarious juggler and comedian. And of all the entertainer friends I know, I feel like I forward Marcus's videos to other friends more than anyone else because they make me laugh. They're great. Uh, and I haven't talked to Marcus in a while, so we're going to call him real quick. Hello? Hey, dude. What's up, Marcus? Kent. What's up, brother? How you doing? I'm doing well, I have a podcast that I'm recording, and I have a couple questions to quiz you on for the podcast. Oh, so, dude, I was just catch, I was just getting caught up on your podcast. This is hilarious. Are you serious? Yes. Okay. Other than holding your breath or dying, there are two ways that humans have been known to turn blue. Do you know either one of them? Yeah. You do? Yeah. Okay. So w what do you know of? Do you know both of them? Yeah. Whoa, this is amazing. Yeah. I did not expect this. I okay, do know both of them. What's the first one? Frostbite. Oh, no, that's not one of them, but that might be a third. Or a fourth, uh, well, I guess. Okay, the other one would be if you're in the blue man group. You have to do that. <laughs> it's a, you it's a six, six. You know what is funny about this? Uh, do, you, do you remember the Christoph brothers? Yeah. They were a hand-to-hand -hand balancing act? Sure. So my agent, Laura, used to represent the Christoph brothers. And yeah. um, this guy, Stefan, who is one of the two-man act used to be in the blue man group and Whoa. yeah and we were at a conference and he was telling stories about what it was like he did the the full run in paris 
and I think he did one other. And he said, you know, you would go on stage and this outfit, it's it's blue rubber gloves. I think it's a mask on their head, like a you know the bald the bald cap. Yeah, bald cap. And then kinda. thick, thick. I don't know if it's latex paint or whatever the paint is. It always looks wet. And once you're in that, and I think they wear a full bodysuit underneath the clothes. Once you're in it, he says you just you it's impossible to get out of it. It takes forever. So they do the show, and then they go. They don't like shower or anything. They go straight out to the lobby to do photos and meet and greet. So he said he used to feel awful he would go up to these people and just pure just smell purely just awful just smell yeah, awful imagine. and getting photos with people and uh just full of sweat and, and bo and everything else and uh, he said it was just some of the most uncomfortable stuff and i never even considered that whenever i there was a time in my life i was like i'm gonna be a blue man i've got the yeah, percussion be, chops yeah yeah of course you'd be great at that <laughs> but I think there's even like a height. It's like the way that airlines used to be, where you, to be an, a flight attendant, you have to be within a certain height bracket. Oh, is so, that true? I think so. I think the blue men have to be a certain like. No, about flight attendants, you have to be a oh, certain used, height. Used to be. I don't think that they can get uh, away with that anymore. Used to be yeah. a certain, have to be a certain height, and I think maybe even some of the Asian airlines currently have some of those antiquated. Um, I guess for safety, parameters. maybe like you have to be a certain height so well, you can reach say. like a safety <laughs> or like to push the cart with drinks. You have, you yeah. don't want to just have like a ghost cart and be like, oh, there's someone pushing it. All of this stuff <laughs> has its root in just pure sexism and chauvinism though, you know, all of this stuff does. So Ooh, yeah. I don't wow. know about the blue man, but <laughs> this podcast for, took a turn. <laughs> this is got real. Uh, yeah. but th- no, so neither one of those is are, are subjects of this Darn particular it. podcast, but I they was both so were sure I was right. <laughs> the first one, I'll phrase it this way. In Montana in the early two thousands, there was a candidate for United States Senate that caught people's eye for his appearance. So I've given you a hint about his what was it appearance his about his appearance that made him made people look twice. An iron deficiency. And then he ter- he turned it's, his skin turned blue, right? It, it was an oxygen deficiency, ah, but and, his skin turned blue, and, and but it was caused by colloidal silver. Have you ever he heard of colloidal on, silver? Yeah, he was on Oprah, right? Yeah. And he didn't well, know his skin was turning blue until someone was like, "Hey, your skin," because it took time. To, yeah, it may have been like him, every... or it may have been there's a, there was another guy, this guy Paul Carason or Carason. Yeah, but this this Senate candidate Stan Jones, uh, he was the Libertarian candidate. And he was real big on this idea of colloidal silver. It's a holistic cure that doesn't really do anything when you ingest it, but people thought it did. So uh-huh. they would drink these concoctions of colloidal silver. It's just silver like suspended in water or whatever. And be convinced that it cures all these things, kind of like magnet therapy or copper sure. bracelets or all these other things that, <laughs> like, I, I or, get it. Or praying. Or praying. <laughs> hey, man. I, and I, even like, I. I even said like a minute ago, like, I don't knock it because, you know, I take CBD every day and I'm not convinced that CBD really has any sort of scientific value, but it works on me, man. Because uh, yeah. I, I have really bad arthritis in my knees and my arthritis has stopped since I started taking Whoa. CBD. So there may, it may be psychosomatic, but if it is, I kind of don't care because it's working and I, I know that yeah. I take it. Well, how do you take it? Do you take a pill or do you it's like rub gummy. it on? It's a gummy, gummy every yeah. day. Yeah. So I don't know, man. Um, but like I said, even if, you know, these people are taking the colloidal silver, it's, it's working for them. The, the downside is that it turned him blue and probably kept him out of the city. Is that right? a downside? I don't, it depends. I guess it depends. If you're Papa It could Smurf, be kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah, pop, yeah. I mean, 
You could be like in the Avatar movie. I guess, yeah. L- less time in the makeup trailer. Yeah, there you go. So, but like, aside <laughs> from your skin turning blue, are there any other long-term health effects? It doesn't seem that way. It doesn't seem that way, but we don't really know. Um, one guy who was very famous, and maybe the guy that you were talking about from Oprah, I don't know, this other guy, Paul Carrison, he okay. died of a heart attack soon after being famous for turning blue. I don't think the two are related. I haven't seen anything that says the two are related, Damn, man. but uh, we don't know. So the other way, and this is, this is very similar, but, but a different affliction, is this historical family in Kentucky who had a gene called, it's called MET-H. There's a longer name for it, methemoglobinemia, methemoglobinemia. Basically, it, uh, it turns the skin a hue of, of blue because it limits the amount of oxygen delivered to the cells. And Ooh. they would have gotten that out of their family, except it was like 1800, and they were in the hills of Kentucky, and they inbred. For 200 years, their family oh, yeah, was a blue family. That. And they were known and as the, for 200 years. <laughs> the blue fugits of Kentucky or, or the blue people from Troublesome Creek, Kentucky. Uh, apparently it's a it's big a tell too. turning blue that family like stay away from the blue family they're, they're all inbreds <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that happened like after they thought it was all done someone had a blue baby <laughs> this was like as oh, early man. as the, as the seven or as late as the 70s someone had a blue Whoa. baby and they're and they were like you know they thought they completely had eradicated that and he was like oh, i didn't sleep with my sister and then he turns and the baby out you blue. did oh my <laughs> gosh yeah That's the blue so gets Pretty, pretty nuts. Uh, so, so all their family photos, they're just all blue? Yeah. Now, there are, I haven't, there is one photo out there of this family, and it looks like it's been colorized. Uh, oh. the, the story is definitely true. There's, there yeah. is a lot of evidence on the internet that this is a true story, but I'm not sure that there are any actual photos of the blue fugits being blue. If there are, I didn't find them. There are plenty of photos of people who have turned themselves blue from colloidal silver. There are a few. We, we How many on people few, have done that? Well, there are three very famous people that have been in the news. I'm sure there are more because I remember first hearing about colloidal silver when this libertarian candidate made the news because I heard it as, and I still can't find evidence of this. So for the show being called Tell Me What to Google, I'm sucking at Googling on this one. But uh, <laughs> I remember hearing that he was causing other libertarians to do the same. You know oh, how, like, geez. politics causes people to, like, well, I'm going to do that, too, because this political leader does this. Yeah. Uh, apparently, there were other people taking colloidal silver and turning themselves blue, and it became a thing where, like, they were just blue libertarians. So, Well, that's one way to spot them, I guess, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah we got – we know we can, we can spot people on the right with their red hats. People on the left smell like patchouli, and people in the middle are blue-skinned. I don't know. That's yeah, yeah. (laughs) That's really funny. (laughs) I've been. um, I have like this joke in my show now where I say like I wear a mask, but I don't like how wearing a mask has become a political statement. Where if you wear a mask, you're a liberal. If you don't wear a mask, you're conservative. And if you wear a mask but it's under your chin, you're undecided. (laughs) (laughs) So those are some ways that that people can turn blue. Here's the funny part. There was a there one of the last people in that family that was born blue his last name is green how great is that oh that's really funny yeah so so if my his joke first was, name was yellow 
Well, that's a, my joke was like maybe he he married into a jaundice family or something. And, oh, that's, and it's that's like better. something along those lines. I don't know. That's really funny. And folks can check out Marcus Monroe on uh, actually go check him out on TikTok right now because he's absolutely killing it on TikTok. On oh, TikTok. thanks, man. Is it what? What's your TikTok? Is this your name? It's yeah. I just you can search my name, but my like handle is at Marcus J Monroe. Okay. And same on instagram instagram and tiktok are the same then my facebook recently got hacked by some lady in china who sells purses so i so if you want a purse check so out Marcus I, monroe i recently got it back but i i lost my check mark and <sighs> they um and they won't let me like publish the page like but i have it but i don't Weird. know so don't but like facebook who's on there anymore anyway i don't it's, know uh, I'm, I'm i would love to get off of facebook but yeah, I know the same. <sighs> it is tough. So uh, thanks again, man. It's really great My to pleasure. talk to you. And, yeah, and for you those too. of you who enjoyed Marcus on this show, you can also listen to him in November. He will be on my live stream show, Joke Story Trick Live. Uh, he's going to tell us a story of his own choosing on that show, and I can't wait for that. Marcus, buddy, it was great to see you. And uh, now you know, if you run into a person who's blue on the street, before pointing and laughing, you can just say, hey, got any colloidal silver? And maybe they can sell you some. I don't know. Yeah, but hey, did you marry your sister? Yeah, it's one of those two things. Or hey, yeah. have you stopped breathing? Yeah, And if exactly. it's none of those things, it's hey, do you get any tickets to your show tonight, The Blue Man Group? Yeah, I'd love to see it. I love percussion and comedy, so, <laughs> and music. Great. All right, man. Thank Good you so much you, for buddy. having me. Yeah, take you. care, man. We'll see you. That's all for this week. Please leave a review on the podcast on iTunes with a little bit of verbiage. Here's a fun challenge for you. See if you can work out a pun on the word blue into your review. I'll see who has the best pun. Plus, writing a few words helps a ton to allow other people to listen and to allow other people to tell me what to Google. See you next week.